Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. You are listening to Scoop B Radio. What's going on? I hope wherever you're listening from, you and your loved ones are safe during this COVID-19 period. Hey, this is the producer of Scoop B Radio, DJ Manio. I would just like to take the time out to give a big thanks for the listeners to the pod. We did record numbers last month. So on behalf of Scoop B and myself, thank you for the four years of supporting Brandon on his media journey. If you have a few minutes to spare, please fill out a short listener survey. Go to scoopyradio.com slash poll. You can also share your opinions about the show so we know what works and what we can do better. That's scoopyradio.com slash poll. S-C-O-O-P, the letter B, R-A-D-I-O dot com slash P-O-L-L. Don't worry if you didn't catch any of that. The link will be in the description. You're listening to Scoopy Radio with Brandon Robinson. E.K. Manny. Manny. L. Scoopy Radio. You know what's official if Barry Bond said, yo, the best in the business. That's word of Scoop. You either tuning in or reading the word from Scoop. He give you the business. He show you the proof. If Scoop B said, you know it's the truth. Sports and entertainment. He give you the mix. Some of the biggest interviews. He give you the fix. On iTunes, the number one podcast, the joint and the journalist, the GOAT, so why ask? Watch out, if watch out. About it, if he naming them, scoopy.com, do numbers like Chamberlain. Pin game is a gift, got the gift to gab. If he say it is gospel, it's as simple as that. Now pay attention and you can see the way it go. Enough of this talking. This is Scoopy Radio. You're listening to Scoop Radio. Get on his Instagram now. At Follow Scoop him. B. At Scoop B, follow him. Yes, sir. Scoop B Radio. Over In your airways, on the plane, on the train, everywhere you need to be. I am Brandon Scoopy Robinson. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Scoop B. Instagram is Snapchat at Scoop underscore B. And make sure, most importantly, that you subscribe to the Scoop B Radio podcast, which is available on all podcasting networks Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn app, Stitcher app, iHeartRadio, or simply by visiting ScoopBeatRadio.com. The NBA is literally the game that never sleeps. And on the line of detail, everything going on is my guy, 
Keith Smith of Yahoo Sports. Keith, welcome to the pod, man. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Of course, man. I, I like to give credit where credit is due. Uh, recently, a report came out uh, that the NBA is considering, or it's a thought, um, that the remaining season and potentially the playoffs and the finals could potentially be played at Disney World. And that was actually a proposal that you set up, correct? Yeah, well, I don't, I'm not going to take full credit for it, but, but I did lay out a plan for how that could work for Yahoo Sports, definitely. So walk me through that process because it's it's fascinating. So some people say Vegas, um, staying you know on a Vegas strip, blocked off and more. When you wrote this piece at Yahoo, did you consult any, with anybody? I know you're in the Orlando area. What was your – was it just like a, a, a random night just saying, hey, this, this is what we should do? What was the process in, 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 your, in, your, in your writing? Scoop B Radio. Sure, yeah. Basically how it came together was once it became clear that the shutdown wasn't going to be just for a couple weeks, if, if we, we all remember, right, they, they shut it down, and we thought, all right, this will be two weeks, and then we'll be back at it. And it became clear it was going to be a while. And then that's when we started to hear all of the stuff about single site locations potentially being under consideration. And everybody immediately went to Las Vegas. And this was a month or so before anybody was, was presenting plans or there was really any serious talk. And, and that makes sense because summer league's there and the whole league's there for a couple weeks each summer. So that made sense to me. Then as it got a little more serious of, hey, this is really a thing that's under consideration. The more and more I thought about it, I was like, Las Vegas makes some sense, but there were a lot of flaws for me in that plan, especially around creating the bubble and those kind of things. So what I did was I said, and Walt Disney World makes a lot of sense too. And Hmm. why that came to me is I worked for Disney for nearly 20 years, uh, Hmm. the vast majority of that time here in Florida at Walt Disney World. And I know the property, you know, as well as anybody's going to know it. I reached out to a couple people who still work for the company. Full right. disclosure, I, le- I left working for Disney about uh, three weeks before the season shut down to cover the NBA full time. So, so wow. my timing is absolutely impeccable on that one. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> so what I did was I reached out to a couple people said, hey, make sure, you know, more to kind of fact check me on this. Make sure I get these facts and figures right. And then I got with, with my editors at Yahoo and said, hey, I got this plan. What do you think? And we decided to run with it. So, Scooby Radio, the line with Yahoo Sports, <clears throat> Keith Smith. At the point in which that story um, kind of took a life, life of its own uh, when the athletic and stadium sports' Sham Sharina got a hold of it, it seemed as though um, the very thing that you said uh, was considered. I know Shams, I know you. Um, however, I guess the question is, how did he further that argument? Was it just that he said it? Was it that he really he reported that the NBA was considering it? How did his reporting differ from yours? Yeah, I think, and, and I don't know this. I've not spoken with Sean about this. I do sure. know him a little bit. But, I'm not uh, starting any trouble. I'm just no, 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 I get it. No, no, no. <laughs> for sure, for real. No, I am um, all. My guess is he spoke with someone from the league, um, mm-hmm. and they probably, you know, 
said, yeah, it's under under consideration. Now, I had heard that as well. I heard from the league the day the the uh, article posted, which was on April 16th, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, we heard from the NBA, and all it was 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 a very short note that said, "Thank you for the thoughtful and thorough proposal. We appreciate it." And that was all. All it was. There wasn't a we're considering this, you know, this is a done deal. Not nothing like that. And that's that's pretty common for the NBA. That they'll reach out to folks on occasion when there's something a bigger kind of more uh, league wide uh, pieces written and the like. Um, so so that was you know that was very nice to get. My guess is Sean though uh, a couple weeks later got some more details from someone within the NBA who said yeah that Disney plan is something we're really considering. And and when he put it out there, I mean he's Sean, right? His his uh. He's got a massive following. He's kind of the, the, the number two dude for news behind Woj. So so that would make sense that it would blow up from there. And since your shop has mentioned your report and you know, which was a furthering of or your a furthering of your your research, um you mentioned the rookie wire, the Tampa Bay Times, the Beloit Daily News, uh, Waterloo Cedar Falls Courier, uh, a myriad of other places. How has your I don't know if profile is the right word. I think you have a profile, but how has just your the awareness of you, I'll say, um, expanded? Uh, in, in this respect, huge. I um, you know, like a lot of people come to the league, I'll I'll do you know radio appearances throughout each week, and and that now they've slowed down considerably with nothing to really talk about new uh, until last week. After last week, it kind of exploded. Um, I've done more radio and podcasts and TV appearances in the last few days here. This is Sunday. Sean broke the news. I want to say it was on Wednesday um, afternoon. In those few days, I've done more of that than in any period I've ever done in my life. And that includes even, you know, when it's prime free agency or trade deadline or anything. So it's been a lot of fun. You know, a lot of people have the same kind of reaction of, I saw it. I was like, I don't know about this. This seems crazy. Then I read it and it was, all right, this kind of makes some sense. So that's been a lot of fun too. In your guesstimation, um, do you think that the NBA resumes their season anytime soon? Yeah, I, I think in some capacity they they definitely come back. I don't know if it'll be here in Florida or in Las Vegas or somewhere else entirely, um, but I do think they're going to come back. Now, if you'd asked me this a week ago, I might have told you, I don't know, it's starting to not look so great. We're we're getting late in April, and and we really haven't had any news, and things aren't really improving enough, but. But over the last week, really leading up to before Sean's reporting um, about the, the Disney idea and then subsequent reporting that the league is you know, motivated, that was the signs I was getting, talking to players and teams. Everybody seems to be pretty consistent of, no, we want to finish this thing out. Now, that level of optimism seems to be varying on whether you're going to be in the playoffs or not. Uh, mm-hmm. The teams that are going to be in the playoffs are pretty optimistic. The ones that are true title contenders are very optimistic. The rest are a little little less so. It also varies by standing of the player. Some of the guys who are lower-end roster guys who are, you know, maybe making, and I'm doing air quotes, I know you can't see me, but only a million dollars or so, those guys are, you know, those guys are very motivated to finish out the year and, and get their full pay. So so it, it, it's very different, but, but I would say that there's a ton of optimism from everybody involved. And the cool thing for me is, it's not just the league that's optimistic or just the teams or just the players. It's everybody on all sides. Everybody's, hey, let's get this thing done. We want to finish out this year and we want to crown a champion. 
tell me something for you as a writer. I know that um, for players I've spoken to, other writers I've spoken to, general managers I've spoken to, security guys I've spoken to, etc. They've enjoyed family time. They've enjoyed rest. They've enjoyed kind of just a reset, if you will, creativity-wise, maybe picking up a hobby. Um, what is something that you've learned about yourself um, during the coronavirus pandemic? Uh, I'll go with two things. One is just how much I love reading things that aren't related to basketball. Mm. Um, it, I don't spend a lot of time, um, especially in season, reading things. I'll keep up with the NFL. I'll keep up with baseball, a little bit college football. There, of course, college basketball more for preparing for the draft and those things. But, but I fiction books. I I just I don't have time during the season. There's just not time. You know how it is. You, Especially, I'm on the East Coast, so by the time the day finishes for me, it's one thirty-two in the morning. I get up, I you know, in the morning, I get get our daughter off to school, get something to eat, and then you're reading everything, you know, kind of from the night before. I usually DVR a handful of games, so I catch up on those, and then next thing you know, it's right back into the cycle. Of games are starting up, and and off we go. So, so there's just not a lot of time. So I, I really, you know, kind of re found my love of you know reading fiction and those kind of things and then the other i would say which is might sound a little weird because i kind of knew but it's really really shown me just how much i love basketball not having it for for this period of time has been it, it's been really hard and you know it's, it's i love all facets of it you know games and discussing it and those things and it feels like at times you know getting a good basketball conversation can be a little forced it seems like there's a lot, a lot of people who I talk ball with regularly uh, when things are kind of in our normal environment. They're just not overly interested in those kind of things. So it, it's been, it, it's really helped me uh, reframe for myself just how much I love the sport. This was Scoopy Radio on the line with the other forces. Keith Smith talking everything basketball, fiction and nonfiction, and how much he likes basketball. Um, you are in Orlando, the magic at the – time of um, the coronavirus pandemic halt, um, we're sitting at, or are sitting at 30 and 35, uh, with, which is a um, eighth seed in the NBA's Eastern Conference, uh, currently six and four in their last 10, and we're on a three-game winning streak. I caught some of the magic out in Orlando during uh, preseason and watched them play Philadelphia and Boston. Um, there was a taco ball, taco fall season sighting, and there was a Markel <laughs> Falk playing against, um, his old team, if you will. What do you make of Markel Falk this season? Are you sold on him? Yeah, I, I'm not going to go as far as sold, but I am so happy to see him play well. Just to see him play, period, is pretty good, but he's really played well this year for the Magic. I, I know they love him. They loved him from the minute they traded for him. They, they thought the kid was a worker. He was, you know, motivated to get back anytime we talked to him, which was very, very rare uh, during his rehab period. He was only made available a couple times, and and he was just very consistent. Of, you know, I, I want to prove to people, you know, that I can play, and and I'm working really hard, and I'm going to get back on the court. And then when we spoke to him at media day, I don't know that there was, you, you know, how it is. Players at media day, a lot of times it's all right. We got to go through this. Let's get it done. Uh, he was happy. He was like, Let, let's do this. Let's talk. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. excited to tell you all how ready I am to go. So that was really, really cool 
to see. And I'm just to watch his development. He's really kind of grown into the floor leader for this team, which is what you ideally want out of your point guard. I think he has went far above and beyond any expectation that anybody had for him because I think their hope was maybe by the end of the year, he was looking like he could take over for DJ Augustin as a starter at that point. And it was, you know, five, six games into the season, he took over the starting role. And really, he's held on to it and done quite well. So I'm really, really excited for him. Aaron Gordon, uh, a guy who has been with you guys for a while, was mentioning pretty much a ton of NBA trade rumors. Do you think he likes being in Orlando? And do you see him staying past uh, this summer? Yeah, as for the first part, I am fairly confident he likes being here. I think now that the team has started to play better, they went to the playoffs last year. It looks like they they would have been, will be a playoff team this year again. I think he's enjoying that part of it. I think he's enjoying his bigger role, how he's grown into things here. Um, so then he's never given us any reason to believe anything but Orlando's, you know, where he wants to be. And he continually says, you know, I want to win here. And I want to win with these guys, you know, him and Evan Fournier and Nikola Vucevic, DJ Augustin, they've all been together for a while. So I think it was really important for him to help lead that. Now, as far as will he be here, that's a, that's a different question. And I think that's an interesting one. I think eventually something is going to have to break for the magic with Aaron Gordon and Jonathan Isaac. I just don't know that he, the two of them, either one is going to shoot well enough for them to play that many minutes together as you're mm. starting forwards. And I think that becomes really a challenge then, as we've seen, you know, floor spacing is everything in the NBA right now. And if you can start to tag off these guys, it gets really, really tough. And it's going to put a lot of pressure on Evan Fournier, Nikola Vucevic, and Fultz eventually. They're going to have to all knock down jumpers. And those guys are all, Fournier is a good shooter. Vuce is for a center, but Fultz, jumper, you know, very much a work in progress. So I think that's eventually where it's going to go. I don't think that happens now. Isaac again got injured this year. He probably won't play. Even if the season comes back, we'll see. Maybe he could get back on the floor, but that pretty seems pretty doubtful. So I think they're going to give it at least one more season, see what they've got with the two of them together and see how that roster comes together. And then it's going to be decision time. So I'll say he's here through the summer unless they get blown away with a trade offer. But I think next year is a decision point. Did you check out Aaron Gordon's dish check on Dwayne Wade? Scoop I, I listened to part of it. It's, that's that's not my thing um, there, but but I listened to part of it because I you know I had to. I'm local here in Orlando, and of course, what went down at the dunk contest, you had to give it a listen. Yeah, no, nine four uh, was was the, was the, was the <laughs> part there. Uh, Scoopy Scoop Radio on the line with Keith Smith. What um. I guess this is a question that, that that's that's fair ground. I think when you look at the Milwaukee Bucks, Giannis got hurt uh, during that stretch where the Lakers were playing the, the Bucks. It was a Friday night game back in March, and then the Lakers played the Clippers that Sunday, and they and they got both of those wins. When you look at guys like Giannis who got hurt against the Lakers, then you look at Ben Simmons um, who you know was hurt right before the the break, and then. You know, even Joel Embiid, who had some nicks and bruises there. And then you look at the Brooklyn Nets, Kevin Durant, uh, who, you know, has been on the men with the Achilles injury. How do you think the coronavirus pandemic halt benefits Ben Simmons, Kevin Durant, and Giannis Antetokounmpo if the season resumes? 
Yeah, and I'll, I'll take him in order that you list him. I think for Simmons, this is great because we knew he was missing the rest of the regular season. The team had already announced that. Maybe he would have got back with a game to play, but it seemed like he was definitely out for the rest of the regular season. Uh, the back injuries worry me. I, I'm a guy who grew up in Boston on the Larry Bird Celtics in the mm-hmm. 80s and 90s, and it, um, you know, Bird's career was, was just destroyed by back problems. Back injuries are scary because you can be feeling great and then the next day you're out for a month. So so that worries me a little, but that said, sounds like the time off his feet has him ready to go and ready to get out there for the start of the playoffs. So, so I'm going to say he's pretty good. Uh, I'll go to Giannis next. I think Giannis, he was, he was questionable to come back. It was They were playing Boston in the game uh, coming up uh, right around right when the pandemic shut everything down and he was questionable for that game. He had that little knee injury. So I think that's Clearly should be cleaned up by the time he gets back. Now, interesting, he was one of you know several players who said, I don't have a hoop, I haven't touched the ball. So it'll be interesting to see how that comes out. As for KD, I think the Nets are doing the right thing and basically saying, even if we do come back, he's not playing. We're going to hold him out. We're, we're going to do do the right thing. Now, I, I could maybe see that changing if he's like, hey, I'm ready. I want to do this thing. But we really got to remember, it hasn't even been a full year. And usually Achilles tears are something you try to give the guy just about a, a full year to go. So I, I don't think we'll see him again um, this, this year or, or I guess for the first time this, this season. Um, so I, th- I think we'll, we'll be looking to him to make his debut at the beginning of next season. I think that's probably the right thing. It'd be a little tough to say, hey, come back and let's throw you right into the mix in the playoffs when you haven't played in a year. Few more questions for you. Last summer was the free agency sweepstakes. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, uh, and Kevin Durant, as well as Kyrie Irving and more. Um, you look at this summer, you see some names, maybe not as sexy as last summer. Who are three people, uh, from your, just your observation, uh, that people should be paying attention to, um, come this summer offseason? Yeah, this, this free agent class isn't so great. Um, I'm going to take Anthony Davis out of the mix because I think it's pretty clear he's going to stay with the Lakers. It's really just what kind of contract does he get. So I'll give you a couple couple guys who I think, think might be a little more off the radar, but I think people are going to be really interested in. Fred Van Vliet, clearly the best free agent point guard uh, this year. It's not even close. And I I think the Raptors are in an interesting spot. They're paying a lot of money to Kyle, to Kyle Lowry next season. They've also got Gasol and Ibaka as free agents. I think the playoffs, what they did in the playoffs, if they made it to the East Finals or maybe even made it back to the Finals, I think you feel a lot more comfortable spending a lot of money to keep that entire group together. But we know Matthew Geary, he won a championship. He's kind of playing with house money for a couple of years. He's not going to be afraid to say, all right, hey, we won, but these guys have aged out. It's time to tear it down. So, so, and there's a handful of teams that really need point guards too. So I think Van Vliet's a really interesting guy to watch on the market. Another guy, Christian Wood, restricted free agent for the Pistons. Mm-hmm. I think he's a major free agent um, this year. Big man, can play both uh, the forward, power forward spot and the center spot. He's really expanded his range. Defensively needs some work. But if you could put him right to the net, right next to the right defensive-minded big, you've got a guy who is just really talented. If, if people don't know, look at his numbers in total this year. But look at him after Andre Drummond was traded. He really took off and was putting up big numbers. And then the other guy will give you a veteran free agent who I don't think has been mentioned too, too much, but I think could really be someone who could help a lot of teams. And that's Danilo Gallinari. 
mm-hmm. older guy, still a good scorer, really good shooter. Um, still gets himself to the foul line a decent amount. I think he's a guy who, you know, this might be one of those contracts where it's a, it's a one or two year deal for a ton of money, but for the right team, he's a guy who could really step in and help team, um, go deep into the playoffs or get back to the playoffs if you're a rebuilding squad. The NBA draft, uh, pre-draft camp is, has been canceled out in Chicago because of the coronavirus. Uh, LeVar Ball, uh, his son, he's been making his press runs. I spoke to him the other day. His son, uh, LaMelo, uh, is one of the guys that are entrants into the draft. What do you like about him? Do you see him as a high lottery pick? Is he the number one pick in your estimation? So uh, let me tell you, let me start with a, a little bit of a story from about a year ago. I okay. was, couldn't have been further down on, on LaMelo Ball. I was like, I just don't see it. I don't understand it. I think the improvement he made in that year in Australia, is just, it's unbelievable. Plus, he's huge. He's giant for the position. So, I think, you know, he grew some. I think he filled out his body some. And then his game, he really stepped up his game. I think he's going to be a high lottery pick. It all depends on how the lottery shakes out, uh, where where he'll go. But I would be shocked if he's not drafted in the top three. And I didn't think he'd be a lottery pick at all going into the year. I was that far down on him. So I think he's going to be good. Well, what I like about him is I like the way he sees the floor. I like the fact that he seems to really have a great understanding of the game, which is going to be important if he's going to be a point guard that's going to have the ball quite a bit in his hands. I think uh, defensively he needs a lot of work. I think he's still he's still very young, and you can clearly see that. He's got to work on the body because he can get muscled pretty easily, whereas Lonzo came in a little more filled out, a little more ready to go on that end of the floor. But, but yeah, I've, I've done a complete 180 on LaMelo. I think now he's going to be not only a good high draft pick, but I think he's going to be a, a good NBA player for a long time. I like that. I like the way that that sounds. Last question. The Bulls documentary. What do you think of it so far? I uh, mean, I love it. I, I was alive for that whole thing. So I said this the other day to someone, not really learning a whole lot of new stuff. I, I lived through all that. And they were pretty well covered uh, back in the day, considering the way teams were covered compared to now. But it, it is done so well and so well presented that I am just enjoying the heck out of it. And the coolest thing for me is look, we have a daughter who's almost 10 years old. So, so and none of that stuff. I mean, that's years and years before her time. And she sat down and watched the first four episodes. We're letting her watch the uh, the uh, uncensored version on ESPN, which that's maybe not great parenting, but, <laughs> but you know, she's, uh, she's enjoying it and so are we. But she is, um, it was really cool. We They, they showed that one um, montage of MJ where he was um, probably 30, 45 seconds, maybe it was a minute long and just a bunch of different highlights. And she looked over at me and she said, it really was like he could fly. And as a dad, you know, who grew up on that era of basketball, like that was just the coolest thing to see that she was, she was super into it. So yeah, it's a really enjoyable man. I, I cannot wait for episode, the next episode. I, I know the leaked ones are supposedly out there and you can get them. I'm avoiding it. I'm, I'm enjoying it, you know, in the moment. We, we don't have enough to get us through right now. So I'm, I'm letting each week build and, and get to that anticipation. So I'm super excited for, for the next, uh, next couple episodes coming tonight. You heard it first. Brother, guess what? You're off the hot seat. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me, man. Keep doing your thing, and we'll all keep watching. I appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me. 
And this is Scoopy Radio saying, you bring the coffee and I'll bring the Dunkin'. Kaboom! Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.